Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. It is 11 minutes after 5 o'clock in conversation next with SABC News reporter Sidi Mamfegu. Julius Malema, the leader of the EFF, and his bodyguard, Adrian Sneeman's legal team, have argued to challenge the admissibility of video evidence given in the case that was underway earlier on today at the East London Magistrates Court. The court has now given a go-ahead that the video can be admitted. The two are accused of firing a rifle at an EFF anniversary celebration in 2018. They face charges of illegal possession of a firearm and contravening the Firearms Control Act and reckless in endangerment to persons or property. Um, The prosecutor intended to show video footage of the alleged incidents. However, the evidence team say the court has to call the camera person who took the footage to ensure its authenticity. But this has been rejected by the magistrate. Siti Mamfegu now joining us on the line. Siti good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So some of the arguments coming from the defense, why this video is not admissible, but then the final decision being taken by the magistrate that actually it is admissible. Right, Aldrin, um, good afternoon to you and to the listeners. Really, um, the magistrate had uh, mentioned, because yesterday there was um, a number of cases that were presented to the magistrate about, um, you know, rulings that were made in previous cases regarding um, the use of, um, you know, video footages that do not really have the author um, of those particular video footage, footages. And um, she had then kept, come forward today, um, Antoinette Olifield, the magistrate there, um, saying that really in most of those cases, um, there are different sides to them as it is with this particular case. So um, it's not really... You know, the arguments do not really hold much weight um, in the decision of not making use of, you know, um, this video footage in this particular instance. So for that reason, um, she has then um, rejected the application by the defense that um, this video footage be not used. Um, yesterday, we also heard from um, the, um, the state um, that they have a couple of witnesses that can prove um, that the content of the video footage um, is, 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 is useful and holds weight. Um, for use in this in this particular trial, and today we really heard from those witnesses who are working for a company um, that's called um, Gearhouse. Um, so Gearhouse is based in Durban, um, and they had audio-visual technicians in court today who were working on the day of the celebrations of the party's um, birthday in in Bugashe Stadium. Those witnesses are testified about, you know, the legit or the authenticity of this video. Um, actually, there are three video footages that were presented in court. Mm. One was recorded, two of them were recorded by, um, you know, um, Gearhouse, and the other one had come off from someone who seems to have been at the event at the time, but recorded from a position where um, Gearhouse had not set up. So now the question is, which of these three footages um, is authentic in court? And those guys from um, Gearhouse have said that the two that um, are, they can see clearly are from them, and the other one they can see that is not from them. So um, some of the recurring questions from you know the defense in this particular issue is um, whether or not they can prove beyond reasonable doubt that these video footages, the snippets, of the footages from the big, you know, footage that they may have recorded on the day of the mm-hmm. um, of the event have not been tempered with at all. And obviously, in this instance, it's very difficult for them to prove because they are not the ones that have captured or, um, you know, picked out or cut the, the the snippets that were presented in court today. And from the state's end, what exactly is on these video footage? 
Um, so what is on the video footage, what we've seen in court, um, there's um, a group of EFF leaders that were on stage at the time um, singing struggle songs and celebrating. And at some point we hear gunshots. Not really clear to see who is the person, um, you know, firing the gunshots. Maybe I was, it was not clear enough for me, but um, maybe others would say that it was maybe clear for them. But there's a person who fires gunshots who seems to be um, the EFF leader, Julius Malema. And on the other video, we see, um, you know, his um, bodyguard, Mr. Adrian Neyman, who comes forth to take the, the, the firearm away from the EFF president, Julius Malema. Mm-hmm. And then the other footage? This is now and, the footage um, that we're not too sure who recorded that footage. Yeah. Um, so on the other footage that we're not sure who recorded, um, and, and, and the quality of is not really good, showing that maybe it was taken from using a phone or something, um, we can see Adrian, um, Adrian Sneiman moving across the stage, going to the side of the stage wherein Julius Malima is standing um, to take the, the firearm that um, the AFF president is shooting to the sky. So... That is the context or the content in the in the video that seems to have been taken by a, a, a mobile phone. And the content of the other video, though, um, is not really clear as mm-hmm. to who is firing the shot. Okay, what happens now? So what is going to happen now, we've heard the arguments from the two um, gentlemen who are from um, the, the, the audiovisual company. And, and they have um, concluded their, their testimonies in court today. And we are going to then hear from the court tomorrow. In fact, we're going to hear from the state's um, witnesses tomorrow whom we have not been um, told about. There's also the issue of load shedding. So because um, we, yesterday, we del- in fact, today, we delayed um, the beginning um, of the resumption of the trial, um, the court then tomorrow is set to begin very early, at, I think around 9. And also because of you know, the infrastructure in the courtroom, um, I think we're going to be changing from that court to the next because of issues like your air conditioning um, and sound and so forth. Thank you so much for your time. That is Siti Mamfeku, SABC News reporter based in East London on that case against Julius Malema and his bodyguard, Adrian Sneeman, around the firing of a firearm at uh, the EFF's anniversary celebration back in 2018. And speaking about the EFF leader, Julius Malema, um, Sowetan Live um, reporting that uh, the High Court in Johannesburg has found the Deputy President of the Patriotic Alliance, Kenny Kunene, um, guilty and has also said that he must apologize um, unconditionally, publicly so, to EFF leader Julius Malema for calling him a cockroach.